0: College Hoops, Coast to Coast, we're back at it again. Uh, We have a special guest from Tennessee today, uh, Coach Rod Clark. New to Tennessee, in the building, we want to introduce him, bring him in the studio, and talk about uh, this awesome squad they have this year. Rod C., what up, man?
1: Brian Burton, what's going on, man?
0: It's always good good to see you, bro. Yes, it's a pleasure. We got Kevin Sweeney in the building, too, Sports Illustrated representing Let's talk about the vote, man. Let's just get straight into it. Uh, I'll let Kevin lead the way. Uh, first of all, I'll just say that I'll lead the way. I take that back, Kevin. Um, what's the biggest first impression of working for a guy like Rick Barnes? Obviously, we've all seen his success at Texas. And when he left Texas, that he wasn't very appreciated probably, let's be honest. Oh, and no. I think he was more appreciated the more he was gone. And obviously, he's done an unbelievable job at a place, Tennessee – that was not necessarily known for basketball on the men's side, on the women's side, yes, but not on the men's side. And wow. he's brought it to, um, from recruiting classes, being top five, being number one in the nation, to producing the NBA players. Talk about Rick Barnes as we get started uh, before we get into the rest of the team.
1: Man, um, so Rick, Rick Rick, Barnes, man, co- coaches. He's one of a kind, man. He's, he's probably one of the most special people I've ever been around from, from the simple fact of, you know, he's extremely competitive, um, but he's also probably one of the funniest, goofiest people you ever meet in your life. Uh, <laughs> it, it threw me off so much like coming to meet him because, you know, I grew up in big 12 countries. So, you know, I grew up watching Rick Barnes teams and, and watching Texas and, um, you know, watching the battles and watching how intense he was on the sidelines. So you go from watching that to, you know, when I came down for my interview, you know, I met him for the first time. The first thing he's doing is like ragging on my suit I wore. And he's just like cracking jokes the whole time. And I I kid you not, when I first came down here to meet him, we didn't talk about basketball not one time. Um, It was like just a regular old guy, like, Uh, You bring anybody around him, he's going to speak to him. He's going to joke with him. He cracks on people all day long at the office. Like He's an easygoing dude, but like you step in between those four lines, he's business. Like He's dead serious. He gets on guys, never takes it personal, never holds a grudge, but he'll get on you, he'll get on you, and he'll be crushing some dude, and he'll walk over to me and wink at me and be like, see, I'm riling him up right now. I'm like, why do you do that? You're not mad. (laughs) <laughs> it's, just, it's just him, man. He's special. He's special. But he makes people feel so loved and appreciated. And and the reason his culture is how it is, because he's a tremendous leader. He's one of the best that uh, I've ever been around. Um, and his leadership and his energy and his love for basketball is infectious. He's a true savant, man. So it, it's special working for him every day, honestly.
2: And, and kind of off of that, you know, two of Rick's assistants got head coach in Jazz's offseason, Kim English and Des Oliver, two, you know, two Tremendous guys who are deserving of those opportunities. For you, right. as, as a rising coach in this profession, what have you been able to learn, even in the short time you've been with him, about running program uh, from a guy like him? And how has he empowered you to kind of to build those skills? Because that's something I talked to him about over the summer.
1: Yeah, you know, coach is one of them guys, man. Like he'll he'll bait you into learning. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'll uh. He'll, he'll come up to me and be like, what you think? And I'm like, man, such and such got to do this, and we got to get this better. And he, well, go tell him. You should go tell him right now. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I go and I speak to him. So he's, a, he's big on, you know, I asked him uh, one time we were, we were on the plane together, and just me and him, and I was just throwing some questions at him about fatherhood and about coaching. And, you know, as far as coaching, I asked him, you know, I was like, man, what is the thing that you learned the most from being a head coach over the years? And he's like, man, you got to learn how to delegate. Like you can't do everything on your own. You got to hire great staff and you got to trust guys to be able to pick up slack where you have your flaws and you you need guys to be able to, to, you got to be able to hand things off to guys and have them do it. And you got to have multiple voices. Like you can't just have mine. Like that's not helping you guys development. And so, you know, he's, you know, he's been a college coach for 45 years. He's been a head coach 35 years. He's learned to be a tremendous leader. And, you know, he admits that early in his years he wasn't always the greatest, but he's grown throughout the years. And all he does is pour that on us every day. So, you know, my admiration for him, you know, obviously Dez Oliver having a head job, Kim English, you know, guys like Rodney, Rodney Terry, uh, you know, uh, Chris Ogden, um, mm-hmm. Rob Lanier, like, man, co- co- coach have had plenty of guys move on. Frank Hayes, he's had plenty of guys move on and get head jobs that, you know, all I'm sure can can call a lot of that development, you know, from him. Uh, and so I'm just happy that, you know, I'm able to work for him at 28 years old, uh, right. which for me, that's a treat, man. I, I, I'm blessed and I'm lucky to even have him. So I try to pull as many things from him as I can on a day to day basis.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm curious what it's like now that you're at that level, uh-huh. and you've coached guys uh, on the grassroots circuit uh, with Mocan. Excuse me. Yeah, with Mocan, with Sunrise, with uh, Texas. Excuse me. Uh, EYBL. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Pro Skills. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took, it took a second. Um, mm-hmm. and then you had your own, you know, development time that you put in with guys in the city uh, of Dallas when you were there. So you have a Tyrese Maxey who's having success. You have a Drew Timmy who didn't have a mustache when you worked with him. Nah, I would
1: have told him to cut that. He has
0: it now. Um,
1: (laughs) I hate that mustache. I tell him all the time.
0: Yeah, you have the Isaac Likely's at Oklahoma State. You have some guys that you were able to work with personally. Now you're at the high major level. What is it like um, being able to see those guys have their success, knowing you may compete against those guys? Is the trash talk even more now? Um, and then, and then, what is it like now for you recruiting, knowing that you had experience with those guys? Does that help you?
1: Yeah, no, it does, man. It's, it's special because you know I remember telling them when they were in high school, like, man, you know, I'm going, to, I'm going to coaching college when y'all go to coaching or when y'all go play in college. And like, I'm going to 2019. They're like, man, coach, you're not going to leave. You're not trying. I'm like, yes, I am, bro. Like, I'm going where y'all go. <laughs> and before, it was, you know, it, I honestly, it was a pipe dream. It was something that I wanted, but I didn't know, you know, how things would transpire. But, you know, it, it happened exactly like I said. And I'm at, you know, Illinois, Chicago. And now to be at this level, it's like when I, you know, I got here, like, you know, Maxie Reese is calling me like, bro, you, you're a Tennessee man. I wish you was there when I was in school. And I'm like, me too. Cause you probably would have been wearing orange.
0: You know what <laughs> I mean?
1: Um, <laughs> You know, like Drew, like I got here, he's oh big time, man. You were right. I all that time I thought you was just buzzing. I'm like, nah, bro, like come on, but but I wish I wish we were playing against Gonzaga this year, just for the simple fact, just it's a special moment because I spent so much time with them guys uh growing up and just kind of helping them in their evolution. And, and while I say I spent time with them growing up in their evolution, they spent a lot of time with me growing up in my evolution as a man and as a coach. So it's special being on this level now and seeing those guys and and just being able to kind of be on the same level with them and, and watching them on a nightly basis. It's different when you end it, obviously, at this level. But um, like I said, man, I'm just, I'm just appreciative. I, I love it, honestly.
0: So last thing on, on this topic, when you play against – Gonzaga in a tournament, let's say, okay? What is the scout report for true Timmy? What are you going to do with him? I mean, you're supposed oh, to. it's easy.
1: easy. You you don't I'm, let him. I've never it.
0: heard anybody say it's easy, though, just for the record.
1: No, no, it's not easy to guard him. It's easy to tell the scout, though. Okay, guys. <laughs> you, know, gotcha. you know, when I was with Mocan, we played Drive Nation at Peace Jam, and, and it was obviously my scout. And I'm telling guys how to guard him, they ain't listening to me. And I think he ran off, like, 12 straight, and he looking over at me and yapping. I, I've coached against Drew, and I've coached against Reese and, and Chris Harris um, when we were, you know, grassroots in high school. And, like, right. they always, like, just tore me up. Like, they did it every time. Uh, and they used to do it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it's cool. I won the game. So, it's, it's not true. But with Drew, you don't let him feel you. Because if he feels your body, it's over with. Like he's he's one of the best I've seen just leaning on you and literally just spinning off you, turning. Right. Don't fall for him old man shot face he has because he has a <laughs> million of them. Um and don't let him lean on you, man. Like again, don't let him lay his body on you because it's a setup. He'll just be lazy, lean on you, and then he catches and he just abuses you. Like that's him. You gotta use your feet, be quick. And you know, I love him to death. I talked to him about you know, an hour and a half before the national championship game. Uh, at the end of the championship game, I told him, hey, man, you, you better get D easy on them switches because we run a ball screen. And we get a switch. You better pull that thing out and go at his feet because, you know, Billy Ho, we got to get quick with those feet, man? Jokic <laughs> yoke in the ball screen. So, um that's that's Moscow hill him
0: but I love it I love it I know Kevin wants to ask a little bit about the team you got now so I'll let him jump in on that
1: for sure hey, man
2: I mean I think one of the you know one of the things that is obvious with this group is you kind of got this mix of old guys who've been in Tennessee forever like a Fulkerson you've got these elite freshmen like Kennedy Chandler you got the transfers sure. right it's It is truly the modern college basketball roster. It is a mix of every kind of bucket of guy you would try to build build a team with. So from a kind of culture and chemistry building standpoint, what have been the things you guys had to work on to fit all of those parts together because they are coming from all different backgrounds and of all different, you know, you know, goals and aspirations, right? Like Kenny Chandler, it can be a a one and done. like Fulkerson is trying to be a, a legend of Tennessee for all he's done. Like how do you piece all of that together?
1: You know, honestly, I think that these, this is probably the best group of older guys that I've been around and seen. Um, you know, my, my first year at Illinois-Chicago, we had an older group. Um, but these, these this, this group I've been around, man, they, they, their leadership has been impeccable, man. It's been really good. Uh, I think that John Fogerson, VJ Bailey, Josiah James, um, you know, Big Uros, uh, Santiago Viscovi, like, they've been great with their leadership. Um everything's been so intentional and they've, they've they've embraced these freshmen that we have. Um, And it's been huge for their development as well. It's been, it's been great. We returned five of our top eight scores. Um, And then, like you said, we bring in a really good freshman class. And the one thing that I will say about Kennedy and Brandon Huntley, you know, those are the five-star guys. They've been more coachable than anybody I could imagine, man. Like, you know, I think that they both came in with a small ego just because, you know, you, you get all the high school accolades and it feels good, man. They were never cocky or arrogant, but they they came in with the, you know, man, I'm a freshman and, and you and, know, and I'm, you know, peeking in on draft boards. I'm going to be da-da-da-da. And then, you know, every freshman, they come into college and they, they get popped in the face and they realize that college basketball is one of the hardest things you'll ever do in your life. And the the great thing is, like, the John Fulkerson and the Josiah James, have kind of been pushing them guys along and helping them learn the game and helping them learn how to be a championship team. You know, John Fulkerson has played on two number one teams in the country. Um, so he's seen a lot, you know, he has a lot of SEC basketball games under his belt. You know, BJ Bailey is years old, he's a 50 year senior. He's played in the NCAA tournament with Oregon and, you know, with Tennessee, he's seen a lot of basketball, you know? Um, so we, we've got a great group, like you said, as far as a mix. And I think that their leadership from them older guys has it, been bigger than anything for us.
0: Love it, love it, uh, Coach. We appreciate you taking the time. We want—we always like to ask this question of something funny, and we'll let you say something fun if you have to. But a story behind the scenes. Where you, we know you're a new father. You may have one of those where you're changing a diaper, and then all of a sudden it was like, "What happened?" Yeah. Uh, congratulations on your new baby. Thank uh, three you. Months thank old. So, they may be in that lane. We tried that earlier and that went successfully in a sense. And then uh, we've had stories about leaving pants the, with a the suit and then <laughs> you had to bring the pants and then the team can see you. And so, we've yeah. had stories on here. So, no pressure, just saying.
1: Um, like, so my, my crazy baby stories
0: basically. Anything. You can tell anything coaching stories behind the scenes practice a player did this and our coach did this coach was clowning only whatever you got yeah sure. give me uh,
2: mustache stories i mean anything you got really you uh, don't have any mustache i don't think do you
1: <laughs> i got i got no he didn't have a stash man i'm telling you i want to like it off while you sleep uh <laughs> let's see man listen i got some good stories since i've been here man um uh, well, well my baby man like i know it was one day uh, obviously, I'm such a, a new rookie in fatherhood. You know, I was getting ready for, for work one day. And, or no, no, I was getting ready to go out. I was going out. Me and my wife were going somewhere. And, you know, I'm doing what I got to do for my, my daughter. I'm burping her. And, you know, I got her on my shoulder and, and rocking her. She's in this just this feisty mood. I'm like, damn, what's wrong with you? So, then, of you know, I said she burps and. She's feeling good. I'm like, man, all right, cool. Like, we good. So we go out, and you know, we walk around. My wife's like, what back? and I'm like, what you talking about? It's like this big white spot on your back. And I turn to look in the mirror, man. And she had the biggest spit-up spot on my back. And I felt just like I thought everything was good. And I think I put it on Twitter. I put it on Twitter, like, a week later. And, uh, you know, I had, like, four dads, like, hit me, like, man, Ricky, your state, You're not supposed to burp her in your nice shirt, man. You got to put on an ugly (laughs) one for that, man. And I'm like, man, I appreciate it because I really like that shirt, too, man. She just spit all up on it. and I I felt foolish because I'm like, man, you can imagine how many people walk around looking like, what the hell is on his back? Oh, But... That's that's my one from her. She definitely taught me a good lesson for that. If anybody else spit up on my back, I think I'd have a huge issue because it was, you know, <laughs> it was my little girl. So she could do whatever she wants. I guess she
0: definitely gets a pass. She definitely gets a pass. Yeah,
1: yeah. She gets a golden pass. She gets a golden pass. Yeah, you
0: gotta uh, get you gotta get the burp rag over the shoulder. I had to learn that the hard way. I kept trying to just do it like ah oh, yeah is-
1: yeah. I will try to freestyle it. Like, ah oh, she good. She's not gonna spit up on me. Yeah okay. That's that's right.
0: Babies teach uh, babies teach you Kevin. There's a new there's no shortcuts. They teach you that more yeah. than anything. Like, if you try to shortcut something, they're gonna expose you.
1: Oh, a thousand percent. A
0: really good offensive team when you don't show defensive discipline, they'll expose you.
1: talk. Yeah, like if you don't if you don't cover uh, uh obs on the baseline before a game, like man. Man, it's over with man. It's over. She she's good at that. Right. I you know, I I get out of this for like and this is just fresh. My 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 best Rick Barnes story he told me is uh I got two of them that are really good they're they really good um, yeah, I will give, give y'all one for today and then I give yeah, I gotta give y'all time. these two because these these are great gold um, the one from today like this is him man he he walks in you know all of us are in the gym he's done working out some guys and he walks up to one of our managers he tell he said Scotty come here. I'll give you a hundred bucks. If you walk up the shop, our video coordinator, if you walk up the shop with your open hand and you just slap him as hard as you can right now, I'll give you a hundred dollars. And I'm like, coach. <laughs> and our manager's looking like hundred bucks right now. He's like, I'll give you a hundred bucks. And so he goes up, he like slaps him like love taps. With He's like, no, no, no. I'm talking about like, you got a real back in the palm of your hand. Like, <laughs> <him with> <laughs> 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 and our manager's like, no, cause I can't do that. I can't do that. He's like, come on, hundred bucks, hundred bucks. All right, five hundred. I'm like, man, coach, come on, man. Like, and you know, what I mean, he turned so red. Like, I don't know if I can slap this dude. Like, <laughs> I had to grab him. I'm like, hey, man, don't listen to that, bro. Like, relax. Like, don't do that. It's okay. And he comes with <laughs> me. All right, right, well, I I'll give you a hundred, and I'm like, look, coach. No offense. Man, you gotta up the price, bro. I'm not a sunrise for <laughs> <bro>. like hundred dollars. <laughs> no, like six boxes of baby formula or something, man. I'm not slapping nobody for a hundred dollars. Like that's not enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, so, so the, uh, next, I gotta
0: a, so the next one you gotta save for next time. We want to hear it next time.
1: Okay, I got you. I got that, you. That, that, right. that way
0: we know we get we get the people. Something to look forward to.
1: Hey, listen, they're they're gold, bro. They're gold.
0: I'll <laughs> I always see. remember
1: them. Don't worry.
0: Great greatly appreciate you coming on, man. Taking the time. Gonna be another great year in uh Knoxville. And I know uh sure. yeah, it's gonna be a great one. And uh yeah, looking forward to hearing more of the Rick Barnes stories and the and the fatherhood stories. But in the meantime, go win you a few ball games, man.
1: Yes, sir. I got you, man. I appreciate you guys.
2: Yeah, thanks,
0: thanks, Rod. All
1: right, man. Thank y'all. Have a good one.